coming to you from deep between the couch cushions. It's in the last place you looked. It's the Lost Remote Podcast with Zach, Brian, and Arthur. In this week's episode, we're talking about the 1988 film Remote Control. 1988, it's a magical year. Everyone wears leotards or spacesuits. VHS is king, and Kevin Dillon is awesome. Some people would argue that if you see violence on TV, it'll make you violent in real life. This movie would help back you up. Remote Control is the hit new video that puts you in the action. And as that action spills out from the screen and brings you into the movie, puts you back into the real world with a murderous rage. Where is this video coming from? What hold does it have on people? And can a tough sleeveless video store employees save the world from VHS madness? It's Jeff Lieberman's lost classic, Remote Control. Zach, Brian, welcome. This is a first time viewing for both of yours, correct? Yep. Yes, sir. That was an excited drop-in for Brian. Uh, mm-hmm. Just from the top, <laughs> I, what's your initial uh, opinion? From the top, I really like the opening sequence where the uh, <laughs> wife is dressing up like <laughs> a superhero or supervillain. Doesn't for a she call S&M it, night? Yeah, S&M night is is popping here in the eighties. Um, yeah, there's like a weird like craft foam costume she's fitting into. Yeah, it's the... a sci-fi thing. Yeah, uh, lots of cool. <laughs> lots of interesting sci-fi stuff uh-huh. in here a lot of the modern dress appears to be sci-fi even like uh characters you wouldn't you would be right to assume might be aliens throughout it and stuff but yeah the opening scene i remember picking up this movie and that opening scene i'm just like what but i love it like it almost had it almost had like that's in that opening scene like a sense of humor from like eating raul or something it felt like a paul bartell thing but yeah, so a couple at the beginning about to enjoy S&M night and they pop in a little video uh, called Remote Control that looks like it's from, what, the 50s, did they say? Yeah. That yeah, predicts like that. VHS players. Yeah, he really likes to point that out. He sure <laughs> did. This movie's from the 50s and it predicted that we'd have VHS players. And by the way, I also like how the guy brushes his teeth and gets his face buffed in the, the remote control movie at the same time. Oh, you gotta, you gotta pamper nice. yourself, you know. That's right. And he has a little vacuum to mm-hmm. suck off all the water in the actual the remote control movie in the movie. I would like to congratulate this couple on their selection of uh, VHSs. They had uh, Ice and Fire. I was like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not something you see I, every day. I want to congratulate them for their very, uh, their nice TV they had, which it looked like something you would buy now, hanging inside the wall. So I really enjoyed that. It was a pretty hip setup. Uh, yeah. But as they uh, played the movie they start to see themselves in the movie. The, yeah. the female does, right? Yeah. And uh, S&M night turns a little, little deadly. It turns a little hardcore. <laughs> uh, so we get established right there <clears throat> that watching remote control may be hazardous to the health of those around you. Yeah. I'm hooked at this point. What, what were you thinking after scene one? I was I was still in it, you know. I was like, okay, we'll see, we'll see what's up. I 
I laughed so hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I was I was in. I was having a good time. Like to see her choke him and then beat him to death with the whip. <laughs> it was just hilarious to me. So it was pretty. It was pretty ridiculous. Pretty campy there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's like this whole movie is campy. It is. Yep. It, yeah. But it's just odd enough, you know, throughout that. I, I don't know. There's something about it that it it has to be seen. Like it's weird. The effect of the movie in the in the movie isn't what I had. Like, I don't want to go out and beat somebody down or something, but I do want more people to watch this movie. Like immediately my first thought when I finished, it was like, okay, who has seen this? Cause not many people. It's no. definitely off the radar. Uh, I just wanted to hand it to people and be like, okay, check this out because I can't just like start describing this and have people think I'm crazy. So did you pass this out to some exterminators when you lived in Tulsa? <laughs> no. I bought it here last last fall, so no exterminators have come so, through. But so OKC exterminators, if you're wanting to watch remote control, call on Arthur. <laughs> I I appreciate any joke that rewards the continuity of our listeners. <laughs> uh, Both so... of them are gonna get a kick out of it. The reason why I did watch this movie last fall was we reviewed the blog, as Brian would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we watched the blob with Kevin Dillon. Very trendy. Um, <laughs> the blog. And I just really enjoyed his performance in there. And I wanted to see more stuff done by him at that age. And this one, I was looking at it like, I feel like maybe I heard about this, but I don't know what this movie is. And, you know, of course, the first movie you do is like, what streaming sites is it on? Nothing. Then you look uh, at Amazon, right? And you go, how much is it? And nothing in stock, but you had the people like selling for 60 or 70. And it was one of those like, okay, what? (laughs) And then I Googled it and up pops Jeff Lieberman director.com. <laughs> not only is it, it's not just like Jeff Lieberman.com, Jeff Lieberman director.com for all your cult hits. Jeff Lieberman director.com. Need a copy of remote control? Jeff Lieberman.com. And I look on there and he's just selling them off his site for $25 or $20 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got, I got to see this movie. I got to see what this is. Yeah, you know, like it the whole like process of finding it picked my interest. And I think I told it to you guys, maybe I withheld it, but the disc is just a treat to have in general, the back of the cover. Here's the special features it has. The movie. <laughs> 2K <laughs> HD transfer from Vault Elements. Film looks great. You know, they had yeah. good film elements. Director's commentary. And still gallery. It's not listed as a stills gallery. Would you call it a still gallery or a stills gallery? I would be... I, I, I would say either way is okay. Okay, because I was expecting to see one photo from the movie stored in the stills gallery. Well, the, 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 uh, the idea of a gallery would suggest there's more than one. Right. No, I know. Yeah. It, just, so. it just cracked me up. It had a certain... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...to it. 
And then below that, there's like a little thing where it can be numbered and it's number nothing written of a thousand. I believe what I found out later is that they had done a special run of like director signed ones and there was directed, at, you know, numbered out ah. of a thousand. But it doesn't explain that and it's still just on the back of the cover. So that cracked me up. Uh, so everything about this, you know, it was kind of a treat finding it and getting it. And man, what do you, so let's talk about, because I think what stands out in this movie are the score, the fashion, visual choices. You want to talk about any of those first? Or you want to just kind of like go through well, some more of that? Uh, it, 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 it does stick out. Like there is a spacey 80s feel in this entire movie. It's got, it's like, it's got some 80s element obviously and it really is that home a lot in the way people are dressed and their hairstyles and such and it also has from the 80s perspective not our perspective now but also a retro feel so mm-hmm. retro to the 80s yeah. rather than so it, it it pulls back also to the time period of the initial or the 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 remote control within the movie like fifties future style stuff, like mixing like, the two. Uh, sorry, I stepped on you twice. I think. No, 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 that's yeah. all right. No, I I know exactly what you're talking about, but it, and it also feels like someone making it not stylistically, but like just like the way you approach. It feels like someone going forty years later and saying, "What would the '80s have been like?" Yeah. Even <laughs> though this was being made in the '80s. Yeah. It was like that weird misinterpretation of what the current time was well that's why i feel the that that feeling comes from is that they were incorporating both the 80s and 50s sci-fi into the movie into the design of the movie yeah it's obvious at the end when they're wearing those shiny suits mm-hmm. well yeah, i just the, the, the main the main lady she she wears that suit throughout like that style throughout the entire movie she sticks out like a sore thumb sore thumb and so does the other guy her initial boyfriend yeah so, i, I I was just wondering if this was shot in like Roswell, New Mexico with all the alien stuff or I and I didn't know if maybe that uh, they had Ziggy Stardust as the costume designer. Right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of space rings on <laughs> like the shoulder arm meeting point and stuff like that. And... But, you know, the thing about it is their their leotard workout attire was was great because all they did was throw a jacket on and that's what they wore around after. So apparently these people yeah. didn't sweat either. <laughs> true uh I, and the, i guess that is why like for a long time i was trying to figure out all right these these people are definitely aliens that are hanging out here and you know pushing this disc around but no he's just what's his name uh victor he's just kind of a douche who likes to let his id run wild i guess yeah yeah i, I, want, I want to talk about him for a second you know we're going to, uh, like we usually do, we kind of bounce around since Victor came up. I wanted to point out, since the beginning of the movie, he was wearing the remote control insignia on his chest. Yep. Uh, that never pays off. Ever. <laughs> He's not explained to have been part of the conspiracy from the beginning at all. He, he appears to be just some guy who was controlled via the master controller. Uh, but he's, it, it, it kind of like, 
it, it, it feels like he would be part of, like, he would be, like, almost the main bad guy, like the guy in charge. Because in the actual 50s movie, within the movie, the main bad guy, the master controller, has that insignia huge on his chest. It's the same insignia. It's the triangle with the lightning bolt. And I'm just like, well, that didn't pay off at all. Maybe there's some cut footage that would explain it. Well. True. Definitely Not that I want to go be. looking for it, but. Yeah. No, so, yeah, Brian, you mentioned Victor <clears throat> at the beginning. And uh, to me, he just comes off as a uh, spoiled rich kid who never hears no. When you first, and he said, you know, kind of douchey when you first meet him. Uh, as He tries to steal the video from Jennifer Tilly, and he's like, I had it first whenever Kevin Dillon gives the movie to Jennifer Tilly. Oh, he saw it first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I felt like it was, it was an alien, you know, or he stuck Mm -hmm. out so much like a sore thumb, but uh, you mentioned Jennifer Tilly and I know we're kind of even more about the bouncer. And I don't know if we found our direction here yet, but, my goodness, I did not know Jennifer Tilly like was gonna be in there, and that haircut with the flip <laughs> up, that red dress, yeah. just eighties Jennifer Tilly. Be still, my beating heart. You know, eighties well, plus fifties style. Yes, like that. Yeah. That wasn't a common eighties haircut. That was like, and even they even show in her room that there's some very vintage stuff on the walls, like posters and like she liked the whole like pinup style or whatever so it was she was doing a, a mash like a mash like the whole movie's a mash of like 50s sci-fi style and the 80s colorful wackiness and she yeah. her her total head-to-toe design is a reflection of that it was also very like oh 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 she's out of the movie great yeah I was very disappointed that she <laughs> did not last longer. I'm a fan of Jennifer Tilly's work, so it was. I it, I agree. It was sad. I agree. Uh, you know, it was it was it was definitely too bad. But she had a she had a nice little spot, and it's very early in her career. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. I didn't double check and make sure she did did some. Very like very disappointed that the peeping Tomness did not save the day. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, like if she could have been rescued there and maybe... Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. They're going to go to deliver a movie, which she also wanted on hold because Kevin Dillon was trying to play Peacemaker and say, hey, well, have you seen War of the Worlds? You know, this was the Peacemaker scene, like, where... Well, this scene was um, when Victor and Jennifer Tilly's character were having an argument about who gets to have remote control and Kevin Dillon's character was trying Cosmo was trying to uh, calm things down and say, well, if we have War of the Worlds, you should watch that instead of Remote Control, and we'll give Remote Control with this guy. And they didn't have it, or they didn't find it in time, so she went ahead and got Remote Control. But they were going to deliver to her War of the Worlds, which is why they ended up going there. And uh, they were going to try to go in through the front and decided to go in around the back to see if they could get a hold of her because apparently she's a regular they they know her it's not a she's not a stranger or nothing yeah she wanted and, uh cosmo to come watch the remote control with her to 
Yeah. You know, to protect her at the beginning. So whenever I hear his name the first time, I I just was like, oh, this is a Seinfeld prequel. (laughs) (laughs) Cosmo. Yeah. Anyway. Real quick, just at the video store when they're... So Remote Control is this mysterious new movie. It's the name of the VHS tape that's being watched at the beginning by our S&M night couple. And there's this big standee being set up in the store. And I forget the name of the friend, but he's setting it up. Georgie. And Georgie. Georgie's setting up. They kill me, Bill. Display. It kill me. It kill me, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, Georgie. Have you ever been so excited about a mirror? Because he's setting up the thing. He's like, look, wow. it even has a mirror. It's free. You know, like we got two tapes free and they threw in this. It's got a mirror. Yeah. Everybody was excited about that. And then everybody kept running up to look at a mirror. I, I, well, is this some weird pocket dimension where we don't have no, reflective that's, that's only after he got it plugged in. So I think when he got it plugged in, it started. That's when kind of uh, it has a, know, a little bit of mind control started with yeah, him. Of course. So people catch the mirror and it would draw them in. It's just so funny for him. He was so he was excited about the mirror before plugging it in. You know, like seeing Egon give uh, prices. There you go. Yeah, they were so excited, just like me. So, uh, yes, young Jennifer Tilly gets murdered, as do her parents. Yeah. And that is what really starts to move the movie forward, uh, so to speak. That's the straw that stirs the drink, baby. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Cops come to pick up Kevin Dillon uh, for the murder uh, of of, uh, whatever her name was in here. Allegra. Allegra, that's right. Uh, when I think about Allegra, um, have you ever seen the Saturday Night Live thing where it's the Alexa for old people? Yeah, <laughs> it would it would respond to all sorts of different names, and I think it's uh, I think Keenan's is where he goes Allegra. How many did Satchel Page strike out yesterday? <laughs> it's like Satchel Page is dead, huh? Come on, Allegra. Well, how many did he get? <laughs> So every time I I can't hear the word Allegra now without thinking of I know it's also what right? Allegra sounds like like a topical ointment or something. It's a isn't it a allergy medicine as well? <laughs> Allegra D, I believe. <laughs> this is not we're not doing a paid endorsement, but Allegra D, if you're out there and you want to throw us a couple bucks, <laughs> we'll take it. I guess allergy season's tough in Oklahoma, guys. Um, yes, it is. So. But yeah, so I mean, Kevin Dillon's arrested, convinces them to go check out the house. There was a videotape there. Maybe they recorded the murder. Another one gets sucked into lost, lost remote, into remote control. The, the, the cop that actually puts the, that Kevin Dillon and, uh, or Cosmo and Georgie know is arresting him, and he's the one doing the investigation, and he gets sucked in. Kevin Dillon's looking for a camera, uh, and the cop tries to shoot him. <laughs> Okay, folks. I want to. I want to make a make a clarification on one thing. People aren't literally being sucked in. Okay. No. They're just. It, it, they're they're being drawn in by the tape. So and then converted and mind controlled into being violent or yeah. subservient to master control. Just, yeah. Just so yeah, I mean like zoned into it. Mind yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's a good clarification. Also, I do want to be slightly mindful. I know we always say this is a spoiler cast. Um, maybe on this one, since it's so hard to get a hold of, or you have to be trying really hard. 
we come to things like the end, maybe don't give the exact specific ending. I'm just no. Let's just be mindful of that. I mean, these are plot points along the way. It's all stuff that when you're watching it, what we're saying, it's not going to stick too much. But I do want other people to see this movie. Uh, mm. So, well, you know, they've had 32 years and not 33 years, not really been drawn in. When something's not available, it's not available. I don't know how often it was shown on TBS or something. So, me neither. All right, you want, okay, uh, we'll back up then. All you, the random we'll crap the I've seen on TMZ and remote control was not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, how much of the movies in the video store do you think they just shot and it was kind of like a um, ask for, uh, for, beg for forgiveness instead of ask for permission kind of oh, deal? Oh, as far as getting the rights to something? Oh, oh yeah. 100%. Hundred percent. There's no way. Oh, yeah. the, the list of crap that you can see on, yeah. on the walls, the posters. I mean, you got uh, Teen Werewolf up there. It's just or Teen uh, Wolf. Yeah, Teen Wolf. Teen yeah, Werewolf. Stuff. And they they actually had another movie that we've uh, covered a show on. There was a bunch of house posters. Ding huh? dong, you're dead. I didn't see yeah, those. You know, saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then there yeah, was. They had all a, kinds of crap. And then there was a Freddy uh, cutout. Yeah. So. I mean, this was but, this was really setting that. That's that's the that's that that was okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. That was the <laughs> most entertaining part of the movie to me. Looking was for the trying to find, see what I could see. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I, I enjoyed that. that too. I also really Just enjoyed when the the nephew goes walking down and he's like, "Close your eyes during the uh, uh, when you pass the adult video section or whatever." And he opens his eyes to see frisky business. I just started cracking up. <laughs> frisky business. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So anyway, I just I was just curious. How much no. do you think they paid out? Maybe that's why you can't find it anywhere. And that was one of the notes I took down, though, of like things that I like in this movie. Um, one of the big things is just like, Take me back to that video store style in that fashion, you know, like mm-hmm. that video store. It's fun to kind of hit those. Um, yeah, I, I really do miss uh, video stores when I watch this. I was just like, oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, so cops are dead. Jennifer Tilly's dead, um, and. We uh, we figured out that this tape has properties over people. Uh, and then it becomes a, you know, who's doing this? How do we stop it type of movie? Uh, yeah. And uh, they still a uh, pink Cadillac or pink something, which was pretty awesome. I didn't see what kind of car really it was, but <laughs> I just assumed it was a pink Cadillac. <laughs> the line he gave him when he went in to be the, the valet He's like a ticket. He's like, ah, oh, no tickets. Too many people's cars were getting stolen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay. And oh. minor, I mean, and uh, the guy special instructions about to make sure to lock up and roll up the windows because his suits. <laughs> he didn't want his suits to get stolen. Later on in the movie, that pays off, and he's like, hey guys, close the doors, roll up the windows. We don't want this guy's suits to get stolen, which indicates that he had all the intention in the world to make sure this guy got his car back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I also enjoyed, uh, did you notice the first scene in the video store, the date on the 
calendar behind him. Mm-mm. This movie starts on Friday the 13th. Oh. Hey. <laughs> that is a sweet treat. It's not, but okay. Oh, thank God. It I, is, it, I know. I didn't, I didn't have another one. <laughs> it's an Easter egg. It just... It, yeah. I, I I tease. I kid. I kid. I kid. No, I would have given the take, ding ding. I didn't want to take another one of Brian's and have to come up with another sweet treat. Yeah, <laughs> but that was awesome because we got a better one. That, yes, we did. slipped by me. I was like, wait a minute. The guy's name's Horace. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was going to ask Brian, are there any names or inside knowledge things that you picked well, up from here I, I, I will say you know in, in a little sneak peek of the sweet treat uh something immediately became shocking to me at one point of the movie it sticks it's not it's not the typical sweet treat because it it's it glare it's glaring you you look at it and go this is all of a sudden and somewhat bizarre uh, why is this here? And and I answer what I believe might be part of the answer to that. I give the answer. Yeah, there's a. You you may know what I'm talking about, but it 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 kind of threw me for a loop immediately. Saving it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> tell us the like treat now. Around I'll it. Just... Treat now. Well, no, it, it, I don't. You know, I don't want to bury the lead. Have to hear it. You don't have to. I mean, it, it doesn't matter to me on when we do it. But no, no, no. I was just saying, don't don't be like the shocker and just <laughs> you know keep us dragging on to get to it. I don't let's do it. Let's do it. You want you want sweet treat? Okay. Yeah, let's pull that band yes. So Arthur, Arthur wants to minimize spoilers, but this isn't really a spoiler. So at one point in the movie, they follow the clues. And they are like, what are we going, okay, how, how is this happening? You know, they're trying to answer all the questions and all this bizarreness, right? Who's, who's behind this? That's, that's the big question. Well, they figure out who's behind this, and they go to the facility. Now, America is a melting pot. We'll say that. And to have various peoples in any court sort of uh, occupation is uh, standard. When they get there, it's ran by a guy I recognize from Star Trek. He's just some regular dude, you know. And uh, I was like, oh, this guy's from a Star Trek episode I know. And uh, he ends up being the owner of the place. He's the owner of the place. And they're talking and they're giving him the spiel, blah, 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 blah. Well, then we go to see the workers, and for some odd reason, when they made this movie, they chose to make every single worker Japanese. Now, when I say Japanese, I don't mean they're Americans who are of Japanese descent. They are Japanese. They have the they have the accents. They're you know it's it, they're Japanese, and they're here in America doing their thing. This threw me for a loop because I was like, what? You know, one or two, three, four, five. Yeah. Every single one of them are Japanese working this place. And I was like, that seems odd. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to see why anyone would put the bad guys because they're all mind controlled by master control. They're working. It almost appears willingly to master control, but obviously they're mind controlled. Uh I think it had something to do with the trade war going on during the 80s between Japan and the United States. Well, it wasn't a trade war, but it was a it was 
there's other movies that indicate this. There's a movie with uh, Michael Keaton in a uh, auto. Gung-ho. He has a gung ho. Yeah, where it's a Japanese company who buys out the auto plant, and then things change, and there's some confrontations and stuff like that. But things, you know, it's a movie. It, it, that's the whole movie. So I have a feeling that for whatever reason, they chose to portray uh, all the mind-controlled people working in this facility as Japanese as maybe some sort of representation of the trade war going on at the time. Pretty interesting. I I thought you might go with, since it was kind of like a space thing, Yeah. I started, when you were starting to talk about that, I just thought about like, the aliens on like Godzilla versus yeah, Mechagodzilla. That, that, that first popped in my head as well because they're all they're all wearing the shiny suits. And in Godzilla versus Megalon, like they look almost exactly like the guys dressed up in Godzilla versus Megalon. Yeah. So I'm just like, eh, eh. yeah. Yeah, kind of, like, I may be right. I, I took it as kind of a tribute to the old uh, 50s, 60s science fiction. Oh. Yeah, but that would be on. Primarily the Godzilla stuff that we'd see. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Right? Because I mean, like we said, we like we pointed out earlier, it's a combination of like 50 sci-fi with 80 sci-fi mm-hmm. mixed together. So I kind of thought that was another well, throwback. Well, that, but... that's what threw me for a loop was not that they were they're ethnically of Japanese descent, but the fact they are all speaking with the Japanese. They're speaking Amer- uh, English, but they're they are with the accents. So I was just like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it threw me. It was like, whoa. Why would you do this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, all, it was, it's I, all of them. I thought it was strange when it first. Except for the truck you know, driver. Seemed, yeah, I, I thought it was strange <laughs> when it first popped up. So you gotta have you gotta have people involved that aren't going to raise suspicion. Probably, maybe that's the truck driver thing. I don't know. What? So, yeah. What? Uh, oh, I was. If you're still on the subject, I. No, no, I was going to move on to something else. But... Does the guy in the video, in the sci-fi video, in remote control, did it remind anybody else of Tom Lennon? Um, no. Tom Lennon, new boot goofing. You know, he's on uh, Reno 911 and other stuff. Yeah, I know like who that. it is. Yeah, he reminded me of Tom Lennon so much, even though I know it wouldn't be Tom Lennon at that age. Are you um, talking about the, the one that was the hero in the video? He's yeah, the one that's murdered in remote control. There's just something about the way he talks and a little bit of the look that it does. But... Mm. <laughs> I don't know, Zach. Where were you gonna head? I actually wanted to talk about the club retro that they went to. Yeah, my goodness. Um, I really enjoyed She-Hawk up there dancing, and uh, it was pretty exciting to get to see our first, uh, you know, portrait of that. I guess no, it that the club was. I didn't get how a club called Retro looked like it was supposed to be, you know, 30 years. Be- it was a sci-fi club, I guess, but it was just, I don't know, it was just weird. The yeah. whole club scene was. That's that's the thing, man. Like, this is just one of those video, this those movies, like, it's not perfect. And I'm, I am going to, I'm curious to find out where it sits for you all. Well, I, I wouldn't yeah. say that's a flaw. No, no. It seems to be very consistent throughout the movie, the the feel and design and the red, the retro club being so as it yeah. was, well, that's what I was going to did say. not shock me at all. I was like, that's okay, what I was going to say is like stuff like that puts a movie above other movies for me the, when the, it's so oh, unique. And so 
Yeah, the only thing that shocked me about the Retro Club was the uh, dancer up there that was painted. That was the only thing that shocked me about it. Like, everything else, I, was, I, I understood. Yeah. But I, I, that it's like, whoa, I didn't expect to see her painted. But that, that was the only thing that was different for me about it. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I enjoyed the, uh, the um, mind-controlled, uh, I guess, punks following her around. The, uh, <laughs> the, the punk children of the corn, yes. Yeah, yes. the techno punks. <clears throat> uh, what would be another term? I don't know. <laughs> Sin- <laughs> Sisters of the synth? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like wave, the writers synth wave, of the wave. Synth wave, synth wave, children of the corn. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're all going to be children of the corn. Oh. What, did you catch some of the sound design? Like the second time I watched it, I actually watched it from my computer. And so I had the speakers a lot closer to me. Yeah. And they do some really like cool sound effects that it's almost like mind control going on. There's little like mm-hmm. the little like coin clicks and little, there's almost like ASMR going on and things like that. There's man, when it gets into it, there's a lot of like stuff that surrounds you in this movie. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this this movie does flow pretty well. So, I mean, it's not a hard watch. It's just, like you said, there's some things that are a little out there. That, but it, it was a fun watch. So, I mean, I, I'll check it out again, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I noticed a lot of like the little sound subtle sound details that went into everything. It was just great. A lot of times, I focus just on the score, but like I'm talking just like absolute all the little elements. Like it just there was a lot built into this. I felt like, uh, yeah. and so I just I just admire it. Like it's such a such an odd duck man like i don't know yeah this is this is an odd one like yeah <laughs> i like how the movie was what well, it the movie was was going along as the video was going along like that you finally get to see more of the movie remote control yeah, when they when they get when to Clara's studio yeah. or whatever, yeah, and it's it, it's like oh it, it, everything's moving along as it did in the movie itself. It's like well, eh, I don't know. It it it, like, it kind of bugs me a little bit. Not not the fact that it does it, but the fact that the master control people never really do anything to stop it from being that way. It it. it it's weird. It, 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 I, I don't know. I, I, it, it just, it's a little, it, 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 just a little eh, to me. I, you, I, you think they should have been more aggressive and coming down to earth and like rolling out the plan? No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I figured uh, what they should have done because. Okay, so what? It, it, okay, folks. So the the movie in the movie remote control. Is a is an actual movie that was made long before these events. Like the, the the master control aliens, whatever, did not make the movie. They simply retrieved the movie and then used that as the idea to do what they were doing. They're like, oh, this is a great idea, uh, in lieu of uh, actual highly expensive invasion of another planet. We'll yes. just take their idea and make it a real idea. So they do that, and then the events of the movie actually start unfolding in the movie that we watch. And they don't really do anything to really try to counteract that. They, in fact, play along as the movie was playing along. Yeah, they didn't vary anything that was happening. So it's basically the same 
I, story I figured, that the... I figure that is a artistic choice on the part of the people who created it. It's like, oh, the movies, they're, these events are mirrored, and you know that's a thing to say. But in reality, I feel it, it, it really affected. The, I know it's funny to say this. It affected my suspension of disbelief a little too much to say that the aliens wouldn't have some sort of plan in place to prevent what was happening in the movie to be happening well, in real life. I think their I think their whole plan was to uh, you know just turn everybody against each other and see I, what happened. I yeah, so I think this was the 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 dance rehearsal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like the. Just like the, this was the test rollout, and possibly we do have some visual on maybe where Master Control might be from or something like that. Yeah, they do. They they tease us with a actual uh, alien planet. They might mm -hmm. not be strong enough or forward enough to be able to do that. It might have to start small. I feel. And I, I'll, I might elaborate more just on my pairing. Um, I think I know what this plan is and how this works. And so I didn't have a problem with them mm -hmm. because I think, I think their, uh, their hubris is just built on inevitability. Uh, and so I, I don't think, uh, I think I may Kevin have Dillon, an idea of what your pairing is now. I, I, I'm not going to. I think I know what it is. I I don't think it's hard to figure out at this point, but I I think I'm like, oh, that's a good pairing. It's yeah. almost mirrored. Yeah. Almost. So, so I just don't think they care. I think they know they can recover. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 have invested, uh, <clears throat> I would say, barely any resources into doing this. Yeah, minimal, minimal effort. Minimal, minimal. VHS effort. tapes are expensive. Not Even back the in the eighties. The aliens aren't the ones footing the bill. Yeah, they mind controlled the gathered on Yeah, they, they made whatever. them. Yeah, they're building their own weapons to destroy themselves. That's that's what yeah. it is. It's, but like, my point was that not to not to do anything like massive scale, like you were saying. What I mean is, just tell the people you control to do something a little different here with the, the inevitable hero, you know, who's going to break out of the matrix, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of crap, you know, dude, like, I don't know, shoot him on sight. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like I, I like the, uh, you're talking about the movie in the movie. I really enjoyed the forklift scene. It, that cracked me. <laughs> exactly. Up. The, the new master <laughs> control guy is watching the forklift scene. As the movie, as the forklift scene is happening, in reality, <laughs> in the movie. I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed I, it. I started cracking up. It broke me. I'm not going to lie. I I just... Uh, man, like the movie stuff, the way it keeps moving back and forth between what's in there, what's going on. Yeah. yeah. It's just stylistically, man. This, what, this is just one of those stick-with-me movies. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. That's why... That's the excuse I'm giving as to why... I'm just like I'm just gonna go with it and be like, oh, this is just a, a style. It's it's an artistic choice. It's you know, go yeah. with. It. You know, this, it, it, but it did it. So, do you guys see why I was excited about like, man, I haven't seen Squirm. People say it's good. Like, I was expecting who people, <laughs> people in like you know horror. These imaginary stuff. people. The the people that you know like discuss these it's, movies online. I. The squirm is that what Twitter you're... echo chamber. 
Fuck. <laughs> Is, is that what your exterminator in Tulsa recommended to you? Was to watch oh, I bet he loved the shit out of Squirm. I'm, I am excited to read the fan fiction I think you've been writing about that scenario. That was very short. Yeah, you have to bring that up a bit. Um, it's just hilarious to me. So. Oh, I know. Um, uh, but hey, I got a question, though. Did everybody? Did y'all think that there? whenever you hear the um, video store owner's name is Georgie, did you know that there was a thousand percent chance he was dying? Well, I didn't see a clown kill him. <laughs> but I assumed I it was didn't either, happen. But yeah, as soon as I said he killed me, George, Bill. Like, it killed me. Done. Yeah, Georgies don't make it very long. No. It's not a surprise he survived childhood, really. Yeah. <laughs> Even that was touch and go. It killed me, Bill. Well, he is a peeping Tom, and it's only illegal if you get caught. 80s are filled with stuff like that. Him, him you know, and the guy from, he could have been. Uh, he could have, they could have been heroes, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I think him. James, because the they from, saw the beginning of the actual yeah. violence. Right, like oh, they're they're. You know, at that hot. point, I'd have been like, hold on, hold on. I would told the lady, hold on. We see, we think we see someone maybe about to get murdered. We're going to make sure that this is not some weird kinky stuff before we stop I, peeping. You know, way, he, you, you do have a responsibility at that point. Oh, sorry, Brian. They get caught because he drops his library card in the front yard. What? Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, but... <laughs> Damn you, library card. Having fun isn't George. hard. No, but I was just like... Oh, yeah, I... They just waited ten seconds and told the lady down there to shut up. We think we're seeing a, we're about to see a murder. Yeah. But they assume it's kinky, sexy stuff. I was like, you don't assume that when you see that kind of choking. Yeah. Choking with clothes on? I don't think so. From a distance. <laughs> Outside a window. Yeah, they're standing, too. <laughs> it's like they got their pants on and everything. That's not... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> they're in the I mean, secret gotta, stuff. Look, I'm, I'm saying you gotta make sure. Her. You got to make sure. We all sure. just wanted to make sure Jennifer Tilly lived. And that's that's a oh. noble... And they endeavor. failed. The, move, the movie they teases failed. it twice. They're like, oh, are they gonna save her? No. They run mm -hmm. away. Neighbor scares them off. Oh, the parents get home. She's still alive. They hear Entirely. the scuffle up there. You're like, Victor's oh, crap. Strong. No. Hey, so real quick, just a, a major swivel to fashion again. In the gym, did you notice the girl that basically had on Wolverine's tights? There's a no. girl in full yellow spandex, but like at the hip, there's like a blue V. Like she was two side stripes away from being cosplaying Wolverine at gymnastic <laughs> or at aerobics. Yeah, and miss that one. There were so many bright colors there. Yeah, yeah it was it was some first appearance Logan looking stuff. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, I mean, I, I like any score that's got a theremin throughout it, so that was nice. Um, <laughs> Did you? Uh, so whenever we were, I got done watching this, I was doing a little bit of a like just looking into it and like quotes or stories or something from it. And I saw that it's reported that Jeff Lieberman slept throughout the video store scene <laughs> in the director's chair. That's awesome. <laughs> well, and I guess we didn't even talk about like the thing that brought me here, Kevin Dillon's performance. what do we think? You know, I, I think we all enjoyed him in the blob. <laughs> I, I think he's great here. There's something he's, it's like this weird, like, overacting but at the same time this, like very honest like he i don't know uh it worked for me 
for the first half. I liked him as the first half, but the, like seeing the second half, some of some of it kind of didn't didn't go well. It just it no, no, when I say go well, I mean it didn't strike me as much as the first half. He was being yeah. very sincere. And the first half is when he does that sweet like jump kick to open the door with the push bar. <laughs> he's yeah. in handcuffs and he's trying to get away. And he runs up to the door and he just like this vertical jump and like front kicks the door to like open it on those little push bar things and it kind of just barely opens. Awesome. Maybe it's his outfit in the second half that throws me off. Yeah. Maybe. He's wearing that I, shiny, I, once again shiny 50s space wear. To, I like the con- <laughs> as a disguise. The they use it as a means to t- talk to this guy who's making videotapes for for distribution. It's like, yeah, yeah. Also, and he also knew the Fonda. The, yeah, I also <laughs> knew the gun. Like how they knew the gun was empty. That Kevin Dillon was. Well, this sporting. It was a revolver, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a revolver. But they knew. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can kind of tell. Yeah, uh, he didn't empty the. One in six chance of being yeah. wrong, I guess. Yeah, but one in oh, most of the other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I think they were paying. I think that they were, you know, paying attention. Obviously, the uh, master controller was paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like how. Uh, the gun after decided he, to change. I also like how the gun after he kills the cop is not the same gun that he shoots the cop with. It's not something I'm going to pick up on. Oh man, I, I was counting his years, man. So here, <laughs> during that scene, one of the cops shoots the other cop, mm-hmm. and that's going to be evident. It's like, oh, this cop's gun was used to kill that cop, and he makes the biggest mistake ever, which is use the same gun to kill the cop who owned the gun or the gun was assigned yeah. to. So I was like, oh, good. Now the evidence is going to have both their prints on it. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this guy's going to jail forever. <laughs> Even if he succeeds. Yeah, yeah I thought it, he was screwed. We gotta really prove ourselves like, innocent first. It and and again, this will tie into and I know for a fact, Brian, you've already figured my my pairing. It would be better if he was getting arrested at the end, you know, and just yeah. kind of shouting out. You, you kinda know, gotta do way. what you gotta do at that point. Yeah. You know, well, no one's gonna believe me, but I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, three hots in the cot. Fine. Yeah. So Brian, uh, IMDb, and I don't know what their source is, but it said Jeff Lieberman cast all Asians as the aliens as a tribute to Japanese science fiction movies from the fifties and sixties. Okay. That's one of their factoids on there. Now that Zach good, brought good up for the, them. Um. So yeah, it very much was the Godzilla. Yeah, Megalon. Uh, it, 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 like I said, it was very glaring the moment it happens. You notice immediately. It's not, it's not the typical sweet treat. What, what the the treat would be is the why, and that was one of my guesses. But I went with the more, r- like real world events well, going on. Hey, this isn't I, sourced. I, it's you could still be right. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the dive that you took into it because that's actually uh, something that most people wouldn't have thought of, even if. You know, it may have just been, you know, coincidence for the time, but I actually enjoyed the way you went with that. So yeah, I don't like to look at these things ahead of time for no. that reason. Either, but it yeah, a lot of the yeah, that's just them trying to maybe forget how things were at one point. You know, who knows? Uh, it does say that uh, Johnny Depp did try to audition for the role of Georgie, 
So we almost had our Nightmare oh. on Elm Street connection there. Yeah. Well, but you couldn't have done that because <laughs> I'm glad it didn't happen because Johnny Depp would have been, I think at the time, was... still would have been the bigger star over Kevin Dillon. Yeah. Because it's 21 Jump Street era. era. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, I think this movie, as is the way it was cast, I, I, I love I enjoy it. it. So, uh, let's, any, any other final thoughts, quotes? Uh, specific things. The uh, I love the effects on the sci-fi movie with the, you know, when it turns a little sinister, the thing digging into the chest. And, yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty. The something. needles. Yeah. It was like a big she pincher can, thing. She can do her knitting and watch her movies at the same time. <laughs> Folks, if you like, oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say it just in case it's a pairing. Okay. Uh, let's get into the pairings. Let's just do it. Okay. Maybe we uh, find a little more while discussing those. Uh, Brian, I, I have a feeling the one you're going to pick was the first thought I had. Maybe, uh, but I don't think so. Brian or Zach, who wants to go first to make sure it doesn't get stolen? I mean, I'll go first because I go don't ahead. think either of you are going to pick this one. I went with it because of the theme of the movie, um, life imitating art. I went with, I would pair this movie with Scream. Oh, as the theme of the night would be life imitating art. Uh, like that, that? Would be, you know, we'd show this movie, then scream. Okay. You know, I, I figured neither of you were going to pick that, and that wasn't my consideration. I just thought, oh yeah, yeah, both these movies do that. It, they're they're totally different from one another, but um, that's not a, a bad thing for I like a it. double feature night. Zach, go ahead, Arthur. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want to hear yours. Oh, All right, man. I'm going invasion, invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh. And I'm going with go. the 50s. Brian, were you right? Uh, I was close. I went with something totally different. I thought, oh, I was like, oh wait, this is there's a similarity, a bit of a space invasion thing. I, I'm going to wait till Zach does his. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I'm going to go so, with. Oh, go ahead, Arthur. Oh, I was going to say that's why, because like, at the end, I feel like he should have been still arrested and being pulled off yeah, yeah. to where he's shouting the warning as, as he's getting locked up and you have that recreation of the they're already here they're yeah. here you know yeah. the 50s yelling mm -hmm. at the screen it's too late to where the whole you know theater is scared that there's pod people already there and that's why i talked about the inevitability of mm -hmm. the plan like the seeds are out there we're going to watch vhs tapes we're going to watch movies we're going to pass them around I just don't think they were concerned about us stopping them. Yeah. I uh, would pair Patches this with, first. with Stay Tuned. Okay. And I love Stay Tuned. That's, that's going to be a future one for sure. Um, which one would you do first? I would do Stay Tuned first and then Remote Control. I am surprised no one picked They Live. I thought They Live was going to be the most Yeah, obvious. I had a different one in mind as well. What did you have? Uh, uh, I thought someone might choose Little Shop of Horrors. Thought about it, but I, I wanted to go stay tuned. Which one? Uh, the Rick Moranis one. Yeah, the, the fun one. <laughs> Not the Jack Nicholson in the dentist chair one. Uh, yeah, no, I I felt like They Live was very much a a partner movie to this, yeah. especially that same year. Uh, maybe it's one year off. Um, 
Oh no, it's it's same year. You had they live and remote control coming out at the same time. I feel like those that's one of those deep impact and Armageddon yeah. style, you know, things. So uh rankings. Uh Zach, you wanna go first? Mm, sure. What are my rankings? I hear top, middle, back. Let's go middle. So after your top three, you've got Poltergeist, Batman Returns, Blob, Basket Case, Valentine, My Bloody Valentine, Return to Oz, House, Hellraiser, kind of your middle. Hmm. This is a tough one to place it. I'm going to place it just above House. Okay. Um, it, it's fun to watch. It's just, you know, I'll probably I'll watch it again eventually. It's just uh, nothing I'm going to run back to watch. So. Sure. Brian. I would. Uh, this goes. Oh man, this goes right under Shocker for me. Shocker under Shocker. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is a surpriser. Yeah. And you just sent a shot to Arthur's heart. <laughs> no, it's just. <laughs> It, 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 this remember this is not better or worse films this is films i'd probably rather watch and it this one didn't stick with me as hard as uh other with movies seeing so. under shocker that means you think squirm is better than it yes okay like just squirm double checking that surprises that, me that's something i never thought i'd hear i like squirm i liked it more than i thought i would Squirm had its merits. I'm telling you, this this director's got some stuff that I enjoy. Uh, I just like playing with you. It's just a joke, Arthur. You're good. Um, all right, so for me, uh, and nobody else can see this spreadsheet at the moment, but I I hold this movie a little higher just because, like, when there's these weird swings, I... Mm-hmm. They 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 work for me better. Oh yeah, I feel... I see the appeal of the movie. I did. Yeah. yeah. I <sighs> go with your heart, Earth. I'm in a weird spot right here. I like it better than Valentine. Mm-hmm. I think Blob I like better. Yeah. So are you saying your love for Kevin Dillon's more than your love for Denise Richards? That's a different love. Come on, um, okay. come on. <laughs> but right between those is basket case, and that's where I'm kind of hinging Ooh. on. I don't. I I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if you put this above basket case. That's the way I'm leaning. But I almost, it almost is better than blob. To, I don't know. No, I think I think. Yeah, it's it's blob remote control. I just got my little Kevin Dillon spot. Do I? Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, because I could. Yeah, I think that's about where it fits. <clears throat> Such a weird movie. I dig it. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna set up a little standee with a mirror and some sound effects and see if people <laughs> watch it more. It's too bad. I mean, it's obviously something where he has the rights to it. It's too bad nobody talks to him about getting it on. Like, it belongs on Shudder. 
or mm-hmm. Arrow should get a hold of it for their streaming service. Get it on one of these boutique oh, services. Yeah. Let it find another little cult life. Maybe it did. Maybe I'm just completely off, but it, it, I could see how that movie gets overshadowed, and it's no one's fault. It happens. If it had fifty percent to a hundred and fifty percent more Jennifer Tilly throughout, it's probably it never would have gone away. <clears throat> you need more Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Uh so what else we got, guys? Got anything pressing you want to talk about here on the on the movie stuff? Not really. I watched Coming to America too. How uh, was it? It's without Okay, good. It, it, it's exactly what I expected. You have a little bit of nostalgia. You know, you're not really <laughs> trying to make a serious sequel to a movie that came out over 30 years ago. So it was yeah. a fun watch. I, the one thing that I'm, I'm a little sad about when I saw Tracy Morgan was in it is, did either of you watch 30 Rock? Yes. I would yeah. assume you, yeah. Is I can see if they were still making the show, Tracy Jordan... Uh, like a line that was missed would have been Liz Lemon, I know Zamunda is real. I went there because my tiger got sick and they have the best tiger vet in the world or something like that. Like <laughs> he would have been because <laughs> somebody would have said like, Trey, you were in a movie. No, I've been there. Uh, <laughs> we do a lot of <laughs> Tra- Tracy Jordan in real life things. Like there's uh, Peacock just picking up the the WWE network. I really wish 30 Rock was still on when that happened. Like, can you imagine the crossover episode with WWE guys and 30 Rock just walking around? <laughs> yeah, it just it would have been awesome. So it's 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 Godzilla versus Kong month. That's exciting. Um, yep. So we just got a couple more weeks on that. It's uh, also Snyder Cut month. It is. We 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 talked about that. We talked about that. I know. So we don't I'm need just to excited that. to watch it. Yeah. Uh. Brian, you've got our next movie. Mm-hmm. We might do a special one-off episode at the end of the month. There was something I was kicking around, but what's what's our, uh, what's our next I movie? I want I want to shake up uh, the top tier of our rankings. So I'm suggesting something inspired by Zach's pick. Uh, we're gonna dive into Wes Craven again, and we're gonna be doing what I consider my favorite Wes Craven movie. Uh, we're going to be doing Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah. Awesome. I got to... The last time I saw that uh, was a screening in Tulsa with Heather Langenkamp there for a Q&A. Uh-huh. Awesome. So, yeah, I... Uh, the reason... Both... The reason was not Zach's pick alone... But our discussion during it, particularly my discussion about, you know, the RPG crap. And, uh, yeah, like, Wes Craven. Wes Craven's ideas have a lot, like I said, have a lot of overlap with some of the mechanics of World of Darkness. And this one in particular does. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that-ish. I, I have a, uh, a cracked magazine somewhere that was from that had a new Nightmare uh, parody in it. I'll try to locate that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be successful, mm-hmm. but I'll try. Yeah, uh, that was that was the way I knew the story for like ten years before I got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it the old Crack Magazine uh, tribute parody, uh, whatever. 
So, anything else uh, you're watching lately to call out? Stuff from the last week? New, fun? Same stuff. Mm-hmm. Going along, Justice League. I haven't gotten to Unlimited yet. I'm, I'm huh? slowing the roll, you know. I'm, you know, just playing some games, and that cuts into watching time, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Nope, nope. I'm just... Yeah. Whatever's new. Yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. Uh, is New Nightmare on anything? Did we do... Did we look? I believe it's on HBO Max. Uh, let me confirm it. Yeah, I didn't check to see if it was streaming on anything. I've got it available to me in multiple formats, so... Yeah, I mean... I assumed everyone else does, too. Yeah, but I'm not really gonna... But for the, you know, it's on HBO Max. That's okay, awesome. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, this one rules. Sorry, rankings. Yeah. Sorry, uh, top three. There's going to be a shakeup. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Uh, yeah. Just for a reminder, the current top three on each uh, for me, yeah. Batman Returns, Scrooged, and Fright Night. So most of it's from our Christmas swing. For Brian, Scrooged, Return to Oz, and the blog. No, wait, hold on. I'm, yeah, I'm that, is not, over. that is not. I yeah. had the slider over. Uh-huh. Um, Batman Returns, Poltergeist, and Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach, hold on, let me move the slider. Scrooge, Evil Dead, and Fright Night. Uh, hmm. so. so those are going to look different next week, folks. <laughs> yeah. Which is no, fun. they're not. They're going to be identical. <laughs> Zach's just going to lowball out of spite. Where'd you put Evil Dead? He mm-hmm. will not. <laughs> Yeah, so, you, Brian knows I exactly. Be like, I will not. <laughs> not on this one. Not on this one. <laughs> Probably have our two-week uh, little sabbatical here, but I think there's five weeks in the month, so thinking about a little spring something. Yeah. Uh, we can kick some ideas around for uh, not an extra movie, but some form of retrospective or ranking, yeah. whatever. Totally fine. So. Awesome, Brian. You want to take us home? Yeah, I think I've mentioned it more than once. Uh, if if you do, if you do end up one way or another looking in someone's window, it doesn't have to be someone of the opposite sex. It could just be anyone's window. For whatever reason, it was accidental. You're there for innocent reasons or whatever. You end up doing something that's a little creepy, whatever. If it starts to appear that shenanigans are up by murder, theft, whatever, but you're not sure, I feel it's okay to maybe just take a few more seconds to verify what's going on. And if it seems innocent, you better leave. If it appears that bad things are happening, maybe you step up to the plate. Don't just let Jennifer Tilly die.